We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about uh, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, everything, everything, everything is up for discussion, and that's what rich culture is about. About. Hey, 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 you are tuned into Brunch Culture. My name is Randall Keith, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Lisa Victoria. I hope you guys like our new intro. I'm really, really feeling it. Um, I, it Look, I'm kind of in love with it. I first, when I heard it, I was like, wait a minute, but I wasn't hearing the whole thing. Heard it a couple more times, and I'm just in love, Lisa. Yeah, shout out to Melody Monroe for um, hooking us up. Um, she's definitely a brilliant talent. Check her out. We'll have her um, Twitter on our um, Twitter page soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll tweet that out so you guys can follow her. And as you can see, her work speaks for itself in that intro. She's really hot. Get, get into it. Yeah, and we want to kick it off with today's Week in Review. Um, to. This week, some interesting stuff happened. We had Stephen A. Smith, ESPN, decided to suspend him for a week for his comments yeah. um, on domestic violence. And I really, honestly, I listened to um, his comments, and I don't think that he was saying anything malicious because he made it clear that hitting a woman is not something that's ever justified. But Correct. he did show the other side in a balanced view to say, hey, you can't hit a man and provoke a man and expect something not to happen. So he's just setting up precautions because sometimes, you know, women can punch and hit. And then, you know, when a person can only take so much. Exactly. I, it's so, it's, you know, it's so crazy because as I'm looking at, as I'm following the news, following this stuff on Twitter and reading a bunch of different articles, I'm, I'm, I feel that people are taking uh, the, 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 what he's speaking about and taking it out of context, he's not saying that that was the the situation that happened um, with Ray Rice. He's basically saying that, you know, if that were the case, whatever happened in the elevator, potentially he could have been provoked to do that. But he's not justifying that, you know, all domestic violence from a man to a woman is justified because that woman probably did something to make that man. That's not what he's saying. Uh-huh. And he even said that if... If anybody in his family was abused, he would probably hurt the person. Exactly. No matter exactly. what the reason. So he's exactly. not justifying. He's just saying, in light of the fact that sometimes men have tempers, in light of the fact that people sometimes have a short fuse, do not provoke them. Make sure you don't do anything that potentially would cause somebody to do you harm. If I slap you 10 times in the face and then just like, oh, you can't hit me. You know, people have reflexes. He's exactly. basically saying just be careful if you're going to lash out at somebody and keep pushing them to the edge. Exactly. I think, and then, you know, it's it's so it's so bad because as I'm reading, I listened to a, a show, a podcast the other day, and everything, I think they just completely ignored the possibility of there being some validity to what he, he said. Everything was just kind of on some, oh no, he's justifying he's justifying domestic violence and we don't respect women and we just allow our women, we don't care about our women. And I mean, do I think we should pay attention more to domestic violence, acknowledge it more? Absolutely. But I think in terms of what Stephen A. Smith was speaking about, 
that's not what he was doing. So I think that was kind of pulled. It was just taken a little too far. Yeah, I think he went. They went too far with that um, and taking his words out of context. Um, but in other news, Congress sues the GOP, um, and Congress sues President Obama. So the House Republicans have decided uh, that they want to sue President Obama for um, his um, what he's done as far as the Health Care Act, and the, they don't like how he's handling some of the other reforms that he's trying to do. Um, honestly. I just think it's a big, it's a big publicity stunt to be honest. Because I'm like, right. really, are we really, are y'all really gonna be able to impeach him? And you know, I I don't agree with everything President Obama has been doing, mm-hmm. and I'm not a, his biggest supporter. Um, but do we really want Joe Biden though? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I I personally, because if you impeach him, you get Joe Biden, and I would honestly rather have President Obama than Joe Biden. So I I think that this honestly it's it's I'm I'm a I'm a little frustrated and and, and when it comes to politics today because I feel like people the the world citizens of the U.S. we look at it as a joke um, and it's things like this that's kind of like you know it's more buffoonery that's going on we're not actually. Uh, doing anything to progress to to support the people we're not having legitimate discussions um we're finding small minute uh acts or actions from the other side and we're trying to push you know our own agenda or make it seem like we're the party for the people and no then we're the party for the people and then we all we have this huge argument about who is representing the people Right, and in essence, nobody's doing nobody's it. doing it. But we're both the people are being overlooked. The the thoughts, the ideas, the desires, the wants, the needs for the people are being overlooked. But what I will say, this is why we have to be tuned into politics. This is why we have to go out and vote for these midterm elections. Um, we have to be at the forefront of ourselves. We have smartphones. Uh, we have tablets. We have laptop computers. We have access to the Internet all the time. I'm not saying you have to be a political guru, but at some point in time, you need to take some time out five, ten minutes of your day to dive into uh, the, the candidates, the people that are running in your area, to figure out what they're doing because we it's time to stop all of this uh, this partisan hoopla that's going on. I'm, I'm just pretty over it myself. Yeah, I think most of America is over it because a lot is being said in the news and nothing's really nothing's being, being done. done. Exactly, um, exactly. But that's it for our Week in Review. Um, we want to go into uh, dive into our main topic, and this week's main topic is dating. Who should pay? I ain't paying. <laughs> I ain't so paying. <laughs> so I'm old school with this. When I go on a date, I expect the man to pay. Okay. I just feel like, hey, we're going on a date. You the man. Um, when the check come, all right, you know, go ahead and, you know, handle it. Okay. Um, you know, that's just how I roll. Yeah. And, I, you know, and so with that, <laughs> I think that um, that's legit. 
your expectations are legit. You think about, you know, the time frame in which we were raised, you know, uh, we, I think probably we are the tail end generation of chivalry. Um, <laughs> Not the tail end. Yeah, I really think, you know, <laughs> to some degree when people say chivalry is dead, I think it kind of is. Now, I'm a stickler for certain things being done, certain things that is your role as a man, your responsibility. I do believe that. Um, I think our first date, if I've asked you out, I should be able to pay. Um, our second date, our third date. But realistically, <laughs> at some point in time, I think we have to acknowledge the fact that the world is a lot more equal. Um, no longer are women expect to be barefoot and barren. You're not just sitting home with no income. You have an income. I have an income. You have financial responsibilities and obligations, just like I do. So I think we have to acknowledge the fact that you can't expect me to pay for you every time for the rest of our relationship. And if you have that expectation, understand that I'm probably not going to have any money to do or be anything else. So I'm probably going to become a scrub. I'm going to become broke. <laughs> my light's going to get cut off. My cell phone's going to be cut off. I just feel like it's not realistic for you to think that I should pay for you all the time. Now, when I say that, I am not advocating for women to pay for men. I understand that this, these are cultural these are cultural norms. These are social norms that we speak of. So it's not a right or wrong per se. It's your preference. But I have a problem with a woman paying for me. It's not, I feel like, you know, if we're going to go out, I should be able to take care of myself as a man, understanding that, you know, I might not have all the money in the world. You can pay for yours sometimes. But, but what stage are we talking about? Because, I mean, now, if we were an undergrad and you're working, I, I get that. Then, you you know, you have them little dates where we you have the first few dates where we might go to a nice restaurant but if you don't have if you're financial if you're living off financial aid or something like that right i expect a lot of the dates to be blockbuster i mean not blockbuster that's so old uh netflix <laughs> uh red box dates lisa just dated herself she said blockbuster <laughs> i expect a lot of dates to be red box if we're undergrad and we're both you know living but now we're adults in the young professional world. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going out. If you have a job, a decent job, I think you should be able to handle uh, pain. So then how often are we going to go on a date? Are, we, are you talking about we're dating once a week or multiple times a week? Because here's the thing. If you expect me to pay and I say, all right, my pocket's only, I'm only financially strapped enough because... I do make money. I make decent a decent amount of money. I have, you know, financial res responsibilities and I also have student loans. So while I'm making money, I still have to pay Sally Mae this money. So, you know, unless you're going to negotiate something with Sally Mae <laughs> and basically say, "Hey, Sally Mae, he but can't I mean, pay." But I mean, like, can't you do like be creative? There's free stuff you could do if you're in the city. But what if I'm a man and I'm just not that creative? Um, well, <laughs> And I think that's where you communicate. You got to communicate and say, okay, this is what I have. Realistically, this is what I can budget to take you out. But <laughs> that's good. That's a very ideal. But think about this. As a man, if we start dating, we go on our first date, mm -hmm. I pay for you. Mm -hmm. We talk about our, the follow-up date. 
we go out on Tuesday. You say, hey, on Thursday, I'm free. And I say, oh, I'd like to see you on Thursday. And you say, oh, maybe we can go out again on Thursday. Well, we're creeping into some money that I don't have for Thursday. So how are you going to view me if I say, well, I can't afford to take you out on Thursday? You're going to be like, oh, girl, he broke. <laughs> You're going to call, get on the phone with your friends. Homegirls, homegirls are bad. Call, <laughs> Why look, do you always have to jump to the negative no, I'm about homegirls? Homegirls are the reasons that 98.999% of relationships go bad because you talk to your homegirls and they, girl, he broke. Uh-uh, I let him go. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm not broke. I'm actually trying to make a way for my future. So I have investments. I'm putting. I'm putting invested in no, my. No, I think that you. I think that it's realistic to say. Okay, I don't have it. Like I feel like honesty and communication are the bedrock, uh, the foundation of any good relationship. So if I, if you say, okay, this is where I am financially. I've already taken you out. Realistically, I can only take you out on a paid date once a week. Then let's find other free stuff to do. Hey, come chill at the house. Watch it. Ne- so my second day, I'm gonna ask you to come chill. Quote, Not the unquote, second day, the but I'm just saying, like, just spread your dates out. If you only have enough for one week, one day a week, just say, okay, I can only take you out this week. All right, next week, then I ask you out again. Then the third week, I ask you out again. That way, you're setting the expectation. Because if you take me out every day in a week, then that's what what I'm going to be expecting. So you set it up early. So what? I'll take you out this week. All right. Hey, what are you doing next Friday? Let's go somewhere next Friday. That's that's all you have to do. So meanwhile, I'm competing with also other dudes that I'm pretty sure you're getting solicited to go out with. Um, some of these guys may actually have substantial amount salary amounts. Um, let's say a guy. That's like 35. He's still within your dating range. Um, you would still consider him. But he has what, 8, 10 plus years of work experience on me. So dude is able to take you out three times a week. You don't. You mean to tell me you're not going to look at what he can do for you and look at what I can do for you and be like, uh, he can only take me out one but time a week. But it's other money, dude. Though? I just feel... I wish that it wasn't about <laughs> money, but the feet, women... <laughs> I think realistically, we got to talk about, we talk about dating for women, how much money one makes is important. I think True, y'all. but I think it's about personality. I think if you have a winning personality mm. and you have. <laughs> It's a lot of winners that's finished your last. I just gotta say that the song Chris Brown told you in the song, "When a broke wants you, and yo no, when a rich wants you, and your can't do nothing for you." All I can do is take you to Chipotle and get you a good burrito. This dude can take you to Ruth Chris, Ruth Chris, the Capitol Grill for lunch. (laughs) I can't afford that. So, like, how I compete? What I'm supposed to do? I mean, I think honesty, just be honest. Like, because you're going to have to, like, that's the bare, that's the foundation of your relationship, honesty. So if I say, hey, this is all I could do, take it or leave it. <laughs> I'm going to be lonely. <laughs> I just feel like Lisa set me up. I'm going to take Lisa's advice and I'm going to be like, hey, look. But well, you can do it. more than that. Well, yeah, I can, but yeah, I'm that's tr- how but. <laughs> I can, but I'm speaking for, you know, my brothers that may not be able to do that, to do more than that. Yeah. Realistically, 
don't put us in a box. And I say this because in in um, undergrad, I really had this idea that every date I'm supposed to pay for it. Every time we go out, I'm supposed to pay for it. You know, I am, man. I'm strong. And it was kind of like a pride issue thing. So, But what I did start to realize was, especially towards the end of the semester, when I can't manage my financial aid like I could, and I was working a lot too, so I'm trying to make, make everything happen towards the end. The end is like, I can't pay for this, but I don't know how to say, hey, you know, I can't go right now. I can't go this week. Or even like right after undergrad, when I first graduated, you know, I was like new to the young professional world. So I wasn't making that much money. So I wasn't able to do dates or at the time I was in a relationship, I wasn't able to, you know, be like, hey, we're going on this trip or we're going to fly here. I'm going to come fly to see you all the time. Realistically, I can't do that. But it's kind of like a, a hit to my ego, a hit to my pride. And I'm pretty sure just based off of me having sisters and, you know, female friends and hear what they say. If a dude comes to you with some financial problems, the first thing you say, he not stable. Uh-uh, he ain't got it. He can't take care of me. How he going to be able to do but this? But I and think it's like, it has to, you have it. to be, I think I would be looking at other factors is he driven like what's his what has how has he done in his career his education he got that ambition baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i'm i'm saying you take all of those in consideration now if you just somebody that's lazy don't really work you know, and you telling me you can't pay. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. But if you have, but honestly though, those the dudes that y'all go for, man. And I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking nobody hustle. I think y'all women, y'all have this. this You're bad doing a generalization, boy. and you don't like Ooh, generalization. I don't like generalization. But I'm, but I'm not gonna say all women. How about that? But a lot of women, y'all like, you know, y'all want y'all a, a dude as a rough around the edges. I need somebody to make me feel protected. Okay, cool. But I who, go to the gym. That? I work out. I feel but I protected. don't. I don't. I don't do thugs. <laughs> no, I you don't. do reform thugs. I don't do but reform I never thugs. Get a thug. <laughs> I don't do. I don't do reform thugs. I like clean cut. I don't even do dreads. Those are things I just. I don't do roughnecks. Okay. I do <laughs> clean cut. You know, preferably educated. <laughs> And she said, "Y'all heard she said preferably, as in that's a requirement." But I'm trying to be nice for y'all folk that's thinking of considering college. But if you haven't gone to college and got a degree, don't come this way. I'll let somebody else because you won't be out of that Lisa Victoria. <laughs> I said preferably, hey, you know. Um, so I just, if you have those things and you're pushing, if it's like the. If we're actually together, then I think that we, if we've moved past that dating and we said we're going to be exclusive, I feel like those are things that could be talked about. Maybe I, you, you buy groceries and I cook, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And we have a movie night or, you know, stuff like that. So let's say for the initial, the, the initial dating time period, when you just meet, you know how it is. You, you just met, you guys. Then I think in that stage, he should be paying but once we cross but over how, to... So how long is that supposed to last? For like three months? Every... I'm supposed to But be, how long... Do, but that's the thing. How long do you just randomly date people? Well, I just think... Well, I, I think that <laughs> I'm young and I'm supposed to see what's out there. You know? So, okay. So, 
you want to play the field. That's going to be expensive. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> now you said I'm playing the field. You say it's I'm not young, playing young. the field. I think that, you know, realistically, okay, so we go on a date, go on a two date, man, two, I kind of used to keep this thing, now I've been like real busy, but I used to have this thing where I think two dates are realistic, two, and this is not like, two dates a week, I'm not saying like, we're trying to, this is not some, I'm trying to like, get you, swoon you, and just impress you with all this, no, this is on some, hey, I like you, you, let's hang out. When I first meet you? Um, I just don't believe in, I don't believe that I should be trying to impress you. I think I should be trying to show you who I am because I feel like when dudes get into this whole, let me impress you thing, it's unrealistic. It's not something that's sustainable. Um, in two months, you're going to look at that bank account. You're going to have $3 in there. And then she's going to be like, Oh, I want you to come meet my parents. And then you can be like, well, I can't come meet the parents cause I got $3. She's going to tell her daddy, her daddy going to be like, nah, $3. He ain't got no future. He ain't going nowhere. Then you're going to be out of it. So, no, I just, I think, I think in the initial, I think it's cool, but I think in initial dating stages, as women, it would be nice. And I think you guys know this. You just choose not to do it. It would be nice if you said, hey, the past two to three dates you've paid for, how about I invite you over so we can go to the park? How about, you know, we go to this free uh arts festival that we can just kind of walk around and talk that way you let us know that you're mindful of the fact that i may not have the 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 money and the resources to pay for everything all the time so you kind of help me out and be creative so it's not like a blow to my ego and you know what i'm saying you kind of open the space to say even if you said hey you know i know that you spent money uh, I, I know that, you know, last time we went out to dinner, let's just find something free to do, you know, whatever. That, to me, that opens me up to the idea that you're open to it. But if you just sitting there, let me say, all right, well, he buying, he paying, I ain't going to ask him. Yeah, I feel like, what? I can't, I can't keep this up. Like, this, you're running me away. I, my, my bank account, I, my heart is here, but my the way my bank account is set up. <laughs> It just it can't happen. I mean, you know, I think that's I I would take that into consideration. I'm not saying you have to go to stuff all the time. That's not that's um that's cost something. You can do free stuff. That's why I said a red box night. A red box costs a dollar though. That's not free. I'm still spending money. <laughs> I'm just saying, it costs me gas to get the red box. I got to pay a dollar to get it. You, I know you're not. You're gonna want some popcorn, some pizza, some soda. We just gonna have. I just maybe we should just watch cable. If you got cable, we should just watch cable and um, drink some water. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how you invest in your future and make sure that your money goes nowhere. Take notes, fellas. Take notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you let us know. Hashtag chat BC um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and let us know who you think should pay. Um, do you think the man should always pay? Do you think it should be y'all just pay for your own? Um, or should it be based on whether who asks who to go somewhere that determines who should pay? You just let us know who you think should pay. Again, hashtag chat bc and and fellas let me know what you think about a woman paying for you i get these 
people go in, women go in, my female friends go in all the time about, oh, you know, you need to let that pride go, yada, yada, yada. I do realize it's a pride issue to a degree, but I just kind of feel like, you know, this whole, oh, he, I don't know, it just makes me feel awkward. I'm standing there and the woman's pulling out her purse and I'm looking around. I just feel like everybody looking at me like, dang, was he homeless? But you got to pull out your purse if, if I got to pay for mine and you paying for yours. I feel like, you know, there's two cars on the table. That means that we're both capable of taking care of our own. So we're here to support each other. But if you pull out your purse and you just put the money down and I'm sitting around looking like... But don't like, men oh. want to feel needed, though? So what? <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel needed, but I want to feel financially stable, too. I want to be like, oh, she need me. And then she need me. And I'm like, well, it's only... The bank account said $2.50. So, $2.50. So, you need me, but I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Hashtag ChatBC. Let us know what you think about this uh, whole conversation on... Who should pay? And right now we're going into our random topic. Today's random topic has to do with the Kim Kardashian um, new app. Now, um, there was one report recently that said in five days, her app made $1.73 million. Let that marinate. $1.73 million in five days. Um, we make, some people making. Um, look, seven, a hundred and seventy three dollars <laughs> in a five day period. We ain't getting close to um. If you making one hundred seventy three dollars in the five day period at your job, I don't know. You should quit. <laughs> I don't even think you should even. That's not even minimum job. wage. That's I don't think. Service. But <laughs> but a hundred. I mean one point seventy seven three. $1.73 million. $73 million. That's a lot of money. It's ridiculous. So they they estimate that it's going to make $200 million in its first year. It was just released. So here's the thing about this. I'm, you know, I don't really follow much of Kim Kardashian. I just hear her name. I think, though, that she is genius. Um, I think their whole brand is genius. I think her mom is a mastermind. If I could borrow her mom for just a little while to kind of, you know, teach me some some business tactics. I I love it. The game in itself, um I first heard about it on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show a while ago. They introduced the fact that she may have an app um coming or a game coming and they said it was free. So I'm thinking, you know, oh it's something that she's doing to just kind of keep her name out there. I didn't think that, you know, she would be able to make this type of money. The game itself is a free download, apparently, but you pay money to buy virtual clothes, uh, virtual hairstyles. You get energy boosters for the celebrities, the avatars that you create, and you you can get things to like you can get a car to drive you faster to an A-list celebrity event. So it, the premise of the game is really simple and to me, kind of stupid, but <laughs> you create your celebrity, you dress them up, and you take them to different social settings, I guess, re- like, reminiscent of Kim Kardashian's life, and people actually spend money to buy clothes for these avatars, so much so that, again, she's making, they're, they're saying she's pulling in about $700,000 a day. Wow, wow, that is, wow, wow. Whew, I... <laughs> Kim, she need. I know Lala, her best friend, but does she need another one? <laughs> um, 
My name start with an L too. I'm trying to be a little brother. I feel like I might be a little a, a better little brother than Rob Kardashian. And the only reason I say, you know, I want to be a brother as opposed to a boyfriend. Number one, she's married, but number two, those things come and go. You know, those fickle. You know, we don't know how long this Kanye thing is gonna last. I'm just saying, no offense against that. But that's a little fickle. But brothers is staying in. I'm trying to be like Rob Kardashian. I'm Randall Kardashian. I need to make me an app ASAP. Look, but I'm like apps are gold mines. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's time for our quote of the quote of the week. Um, it comes from Tim Keller. It says, "When you try to get payment through revenge, the evil does not disappear. Instead, it spreads. Most tragically of all, into you." Amen. So, you know, revenge is not the answer. Forgiveness is um, yeah. because when you try to take revenge, you become the evil that you were hurt by and hurt yeah. people hurt, hurt people. people yes yes and so that's something we like to stress on brunch culture so get healed so you can heal other people Come on. remember to check us out on social media at facebook.com slash brunch culture twitter at brunch culture and on instagram at brunch underscore culture and also remember to check out our website www.brunchculturebc.com again that's brunchculturebc.com and thank you for coming and listening to this brunch culture and keep up with the conversation let us know what you think about today uh, hit us up again about who should pay uh, hashtag chatbc on twitter on facebook on instagram let's keep this conversation going let us know teach us how we should be dating you know we trying to we young professionals trying to get us out here get out here let us know you know what's the proper way to do it should i be paying or should you know i just let her pay for everything which <laughs> oh, I'm you know in this economy it might not be a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> all right so we thank you guys for listening and remember that at brunch culture everything, everything is, is up, up for discussion, discussion.